I want to believe that God has ordained this day to make a difference in your life. Because we know of a truth. When you started this journey from January, you had a plan. You had a purpose. You had a vision. Hallelujah. Tonight, let us open our Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 27 from verse 1 to 20. The Bible says they started their journey as prisoners. They had immediate opposition of the wind. So they had that opportunity to have changed their course, to avoid anything from happening. To avoid any catastrophic end. They had a lot of difficulty in going forward because the wind was constantly working against their direction. As a result of such difficulty, the Bible says they lost so much time. They lost so much time. So because they realized that sailing that path, it was going to be dangerous. The signs were very clear. The journey was already so difficult. But it was so difficult in a way that they could not make a U-turn. They were already deep in their journey. So what did they do? They continued that dangerous journey and they remained on that same track. So every sign was there for them to be able to know that there was going to be destruction on the way. But they continued hoping that somewhere along that journey, something would change. So somewhere along that journey, the Bible tells us that actually they took a fast. Then Paul spoke to them that I want you on a disaster. Instead, he didn't listen. Apostle Paul had always loved to go to Rome. But little did he know that that mission could only be fulfilled that he would be in chains to find himself in Rome. And when he gave the warning, nobody listened to him. They trusted the pilots, they trusted the professionals, and majority of the people said, no, let us move on. Let us continue our path. Let us just keep going. Let's just move on. The Bible says, later on, they realized that there was a soft and a gentle wind from the south. And it began to blow. When it began to blow, they felt like, oh my goodness, it's just a gentle wind. We got it finally. We have it in control right now. We got everything under control. But then suddenly, after they had had false hope, they let down their anchors, hoping all was well. But as they did, suddenly a storm came rushing at them. And the first thing was for them to try to save the sheep. And the Bible says they pulled out ropes to try to tie the sheep from beneath to save it from hitting the rocks and from shattering. They did all in their capacity, yet they failed. And when that failed, when they failed in that, their next effort was they began to take every cargo from the ship and throw it overboard. 
they could make the ship lighter to float and to save the ship. But unfortunately, they also failed. All they had labored, everything they had as value in their lives in the ship, such a violent storm came rushing at them. For three days, the Bible says, there was no sun. They could not even see the stars at night because of the tempest that came. And so, they gave up hope. They gave up hope of being saved. They just gave up hope that everything in their life was lost. But the question we have tonight is, how does the story relate to us sitting here tonight? A story of sails in the sea. A story of people who are going on their journey. But how does this story relate to you and me sitting here tonight? You see, many of us are indeed a reflection of this particular story. There are many of us starting the journey in 2021 with so much ease, with so much comfort, with great dreams, with great plans. Life was seeming better. Yes, we are moving towards destination. Yes, we are moving towards our place of fulfillment. But unfortunately, many did not prepare or have safeguards to be able to face any surprises, to be able to counter any challenges, to be able to face anything that might come as a hindrance. Many were caught off guard because they were not prepared. They started a journey and they thought everything was smooth. They started a journey and they thought all their projects were moving good. They started a journey and they felt all their relationships were moving good. They started a journey and they thought their health was good. They started a journey, but before they realized, they were losing themselves emotionally. They were losing themselves financially. All they had labored on a journey where they thought everything was going to be fine, they found themselves the very selves throwing everything off board just for survival. People of God, but I hear God telling tonight, I will rescue you in the name of Jesus. Tonight, I call this message a night of rescue in Jesus' name. When we talk of rescue, what does that mean? Night of rescue. When we talk of a night of rescue, let us break down these two words. Night and rescue. Each time you hear of night in the Bible, it does not only signifies darkness, but it signifies a time when nothing is working in your life. It signifies a time of stagnation. It signifies a time of unproductivity. It signifies a time of lust, of loneliness, of despair, of wonder, of inactivity. A time when you are wondering how you can get yourself, how you got yourself entangled where you are. Because when you turn right and turn left, nothing seems to work right. When you look at your commitment to what God has 
and your passion, you feel like nothing is working for your fellow. When you look at yourself and you don't understand how can you get out from such an entanglement, yet the storms are pounding, yet the storms are raging, you are stressed out, and everything at times seems falling apart. Nighttime is a nighttime. It's even a time in the life of a child of God when everything seems to have come to a halt and a standstill. But when God says it is a nighttime and yet a night of rescue, it means that even in the night, God still launches out to rescue his children. It means that no matter the darkness that surrounds you, God will launch out to rescue you. And the question is, what does it really mean to rescue? When we talk of rescue, we are talking about someone launching out to recover miraculously. He's going to brave all odds on a mission to save someone, on a mission to bring someone who is dying, on a mission to free someone who is in captivity, on a mission to get somebody out of an evident danger. Rescue out of bandits, rescue out of temptation, rescue out of sin, rescue out of compromise, rescue out of drowning, rescue out of disaster. But rescue brings assurance. Why? Because it gives us confidence that there is a plan on the way. Because no matter how dark your night might be, no matter how dark and difficult your trials might be, God's hand is never too short to save you. According to Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1. The Bible says his hand is never too short to save you. And his ears never too dull to hear you. Why? Because in the midst of your night, God is still standing out. And God is still reaching out to save you from drowning. To save you from destruction. To save you from enemy danger. To save you from evil. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says in Mark chapter 4 verse 37. The Bible says Jesus and the disciples they were about to cross the lake to the other side. And just as they were crossing a storm came rushing on the boat. At the time Jesus was relaxing. The disciples in their fear they cried out and rushed out. Master we die. And Jesus rose up, said, You men of little faith. And he rebuked the wind, he rebuked the threats. And the Bible says, All Jesus said was, Storm, but still. Every storm that have risen against your life, that seemed to cause you to feel like you're going to drown, that seemed like it's going to take away your life, I say tonight, Jesus is sending a rescue boat for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus knows your pain. Jesus knows your trials. Jesus knows the things you have not said. He knows every tear you cry by night. And he has sent a rescue boat that you might rush in. Because in this boat, there is liberty. In this boat, there is freedom. In this boat, there is peace. In this boat, there is restoration. It does not matter the nature of your storm. Jesus is able to rescue you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
house. You are stuck in a web. God knows you've gone too far. That you feel like there is no way out anymore in the deep seas. God knows you have put yourself so much financially in a project where you feel like it is not moving forward, no backward, no to the side. God knows you're stuck. God knows you are in a relationship that brings you pain, yet you don't have a way out, in or out, yet you are stuck. God knows. God knows that you have a project that you started and invested so much that saving pulling back from it might bring a collapse in everything. God knows. But in the midst of all the things that you see you might be losing, in the midst of all the things that you see you know you've lost it all, the enemy has taken advantage in the moments like this to make you to doubt that God indeed hears you. To make you feel like you've been abandoned. To make you feel like you've been rejected. To feel like nothing is working. But I can tell you of the truth. In the blood of Jesus Christ, there is rescue. He comes to rescue you. He comes to pull you out. And put you in the boat. To save you from drowning. To save you from destruction. Why? Because in that same boat, He will give you the peace you need. He will give you the joy you need. He will give you the salvation you need. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, God looked down from heaven and saw mankind struggling and saw us in pain and saw us living in sin and saw us living in abject poverty and saw us wandering and saw us not fulfilling purpose and destiny then he sent his only begotten son Jesus Christ to come for a rescue mission to come that he might reconnect us back to him because once we are reconnected back to him we it is only at that point that we have been saved and so God made the unthinkable he sent his only begotten son as a sacrifice and the bible says he was crucified for our transgressions he was put for our iniquities and by the stripes on the cross of Calvary, ah healing began to come upon our lives deliverance began to manifest upon our lives can i tell you a truth tonight it does not matter how far you've gone deep into a challenge there is a rescue for you tonight there is a rescue for you tonight he will rescue you and he will restore you from everything you've been through in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you see, when God wants to rescue a man, there is always a process. How do I know? The Bible says in Acts chapter 27, verse 21. It says, after the men had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Christ. Then you would have spared yourself this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up, to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of God. Woo! 
an angel of God, of the God whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar. And God has graciously given you the lives of all those who sail with you. What am I talking about? What am I talking about? That in the midst of that moment that you are drowning, are you hearing me? In the moment when you are drowning, there is a moment for an angelic visitation. Oh, I don't know if you are listening to me. At the moment of your worst, at the moment you experience your worst, at the moment you thought you lost it all, God says, it is time for me to save my son. It is time for me to save my daughter. And the Bible says, God decides to do what? To send an express angel. to Paul. And says, tell him, give him a revelation about the situation so that they can be courageous, so that they can have hope again. Why? Because they had already lost hope completely. Their boat was about to be damaged. Everything they had already with them that of value, they had thrown it into the sea. But guess what? Paul began to speak. And Paul said, while we were still there, God dispatched an angel. Listen to me. There is an angelic visitation for someone. There is an angelic visitation for someone. For a divine intervention. For a divine intervention. It does not matter how far you are in it. It does not matter how far the challenge is. God is dispatching an angel for your case. God is dispatching an angel to intervene. God is dispatching an angel to bring you out of it in the name of Jesus. So when the angel came, he simply said, Look, Paul, you and all your men will be saved. But what is going to be destroyed will be the sheep and every other property. The problem is, many of us in times like that, we don't want to save ourselves. We also want to save the property we are losing. Oh, Jesus Christ, do you hear me? Do you hear me? Sometimes when you sit in your house and the flood is coming through the door, it's time to jump through the roof. All you need is to save your life. Because so far as you have this breath, you can always walk. You can lose money. You can lose property. You can lose a cause. But listen to me. Because you have this breath, you can always have restoration. You can walk. You can be blessed by favor. And everything you've lost, you'll find a comeback. But the point many of us do is that we are not always ready to lose something to gain something. But you know one thing? I lost the world to gain Jesus Christ. <laughs> I lost the world. I lose my pleasures of the world. I lose some friends. I lose some dressing. I just lose some comfort. And I said, Jesus, take hold of me. Because I knew I was drowning. I knew I wasn't saved. There was a time I had a friend, I realized there was a lady who was going through a challenge and was about to leave the boyfriend. And then the friend said, why do you want to leave him? He has a very nice car. He has one of the most recent cars. And I said, you are going to get stuck because of a recent car. 
when I was sharing this with my wife some years back and we were dealing with this issue, I looked at it and I'm like, wow. When you know and you understand, God is able to do more exceedingly. You can ever think or imagine there are some things you don't want to wait and allow the angel to visit. But there are some things that you have to rescue yourself even before the boat comes. Hello, somebody. Is somebody understanding me? Because God has given the spirit of wisdom. God has given the spirit to have sound judgment. But you have to understand that before you take a step to trust Jesus' boat, you must trust him. Blessed is the man who trusts in the law and whose trust is the Lord. For he will be like a tree planted by the water that extends its roots by a stream and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and it will not be anxious in a year of drought, nor cease to yield fruit. Even in the years of drought, because you put your trust in God, your case is different. Your case is different. Why? Because you are planted beside the water. Why? Because you are planted beside the sea. Why? Because your roots are deeper. And no matter the storm beside you, what happens is that you are firmly rooted and you are not moved by the atmosphere around you. Because you have to trust in God. That's why you see, oh my goodness. No matter the arrows by day or by night, you are not moved by the adversary, you are not moved by what the enemy is trying to do. Why? Because God got you in the palms of his hands. In the name of Jesus Christ, storms are indeed vessels and instruments of God's plan in your life. Because when God calls you out, into a storm is because he wants to prove to you that in the most difficult moments he is with you that's why he says in his word he says that when you go through the waters you shall not drown when you go through the fire you shall not be consumed why because Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego they were locked up in the furnace why people expected that to be roasted up the Bible says, suddenly, they found a third person walking with them in the flames. Listen to me. It does not matter how hot your case is. Jesus comes for rescue. Even in the hot flames, Jesus walks in. Because when you are in such a situation, he just walks in. That the world might see you. See him in your situation. See him in your life. To prove that he will never leave you or forsake you. To prove that he will never abandon you. To prove that he is your God. In the name of Jesus. Jesus has come in a rescue boat tonight because he understands some of your dreams are slipping out of your hands. Jesus has come in a boat tonight because some of your visions are disappearing. Jesus has come with a boat tonight because of the struggles in the storm. The Bible says when Peter, after he had faith and stepped out on the waters, the moment he began to think of himself as the one doing it, he began to sink. When he called out again, Jesus, 
Jesus, save me. Is someone ready to cry out to Jesus tonight? Save me. Because if you call out to him, he will answer you. It does not matter how far you think you have been away from him. He will surely hear you tonight. He will surely answer you tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I say your rescue boat is here tonight. Your miracle boat is here tonight. Your restoration boat is here tonight. We be my angel for a night. Your joy coming in the morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. 